I'm Nate, and I'm sorry, Dad. I just need some fucking money. And I'm Terrell. And boy, did you see that? Nobody takes a wallop like Goofy. What timing. What finesse. What a genius. Who oh, from I... Roger Rabbit? Okay. Yeah, okay. Yeah. <laughs> I, I wanted to get that. <laughs> That's a good one. Definitely yeah. connects. And I did, um, well, I, my quote's from last year's movie beautiful boy with steve carell and mm-hmm. timothy chalamet it's not a goofy movie yeah but it is a heartbreaking movie about father and son that are desperately trying to just understand each other right exactly like a goofy movie exactly <laughs> exactly <laughs> exactly like verbatim <laughs> which is a you know a goofy movie is today's pick yeah awesome yeah but yeah. first mm-hmm. i'm gonna apologize for my seasonal allergies <laughs> <laughs> I'm congested. Hey. I can't help it. I might be sneezing or blowing my nose. I'll try to do it off mic. I don't think I'll be able to edit it out, though. So I just have to acknowledge it and let's move on. Allergy happens, man. It just happens. Yeah. So. Speaking of allergies, I think I'm uh, pretty allergic to remakes. <laughs> oh, yeah. They're really just... And that's uh, our movie, movie news news today. Yeah, they're really just like doing them, aren't they? <laughs> and they're not even going that far back anymore. Like no. now they're attacking the 90s. Like mm-hmm. 90s is up for grabs. Uh, uh, we have uh, caught when that they are making Warner Brothers is making a remake of New Jack City for I just found this out right now when I asked you what we were going to talk about (laughs) which is um, I don't I don't think it works today at all I don't think anyone was asking for more New Jack City yeah I think that it's a classic do they call it new jack city or newer jack city newer jack city <laughs> now new um, jack city is going to be the old new jack city and that's that's a damn shame <laughs> yeah um but yeah like the you know like the the idea of the movie the work like everything that makes the movie up it works for the 80s because it was about that epidemic it was about like selling those drugs in mm-hmm. that time you know what i mean like yeah i'm not saying like you can't sell those drugs today, but it's it's different. It's not the same. So what is going to be like? Are they going to change it? So that's like, that was my question. Or something, yeah, exactly. You know what I mean? That's exactly what I was going to ask. Is it dopey, opioids or uh, opioids? <laughs> uh, is it the uh, the vaping ju- juices? Vaping juices, New Jack City. <laughs> Probably about not. New Jack about vaping juices. Um, but if they like try to shoehorn something current or try to make it very present, I don't think that'll work. And even doing like a remake where it's like set in the eighties, I feel like it's just gonna be yeah. it's just gonna be it like also a, doesn't almost work. like a play by play. Yeah, like we have that movie and that movie is great. If you're gonna do a new Jack City remake, make it like a Netflix miniseries where you can just go deep. Something like that. Where like you get to focus on each character. I don't yeah, know. Like that. Where you can expand. But something tells me this is just gonna be shallower and uh less good less good i like that one um, lower quality <laughs> uh and other remake mm-hmm. um they are set to 
I don't know if they're like remaking or reimagining Set It Off. That's still a remake, though, right? Yeah, it's well, yeah. I mean, they're using the name. Mm-hmm. If it's a reimagining, they would be using the movie name and they would be using the movie characters, but maybe things would play out different. Right. right? And that would be kind of interesting, but also like just name it something else. Like just make another. That, I'm, that's probably what the heist do. movie. Yeah. Um, um, Issa Rae um, is sub- allegedly at the helm of this. She's being... <laughs> say like it's a bad thing. <laughs> <laughs> no, like she's don't great. tarnish her reputation. Right? She's only allegedly attached to remake set it off <laughs> um, to like probably write and star. See, and I think that could be good. Um, I mean, let let her write her own things, let but her also write... don't it seems it like a good fit. I don't. Name it, set it off. Just like New Jack City. It's like, I don't know. I'm very touchy about certain mm-hmm. movies, about certain movies being remade. And these are some that I I certainly never fathomed uh, remakes yeah. of. Me neither. It's like we've been anticipating the, uh, I don't know, Jaws remake for, for a long time now. But we're getting New Jack City and set it yeah. off. Which like is, we still don't have a new Indiana Jones is Indiana Jones happening? Disney owns it. They'll, they're going to use that. Are they going to do Harrison Ford? Pro- I mean, he might do one more, but they're probably going to recast Indiana Jones at some point. Probably. Make it a Disney Plus series with like... Stop with the remake. Know, Taron Edgerton or something. Just watch <laughs> the original. Set It Off is a great flick. Mm-hmm. Watch it. Mm-hmm. Enjoy it. And then be done with it. That's it. Yeah. Um, they're doing Clue also. Clue? Ryan Reynolds has been trying to get a Clue, an R-rated Clue remake. R-rated? Yeah, with his uh, team from Deadpool, the mm-hmm. writers of uh, Zombieland and Deadpool. Mm-hmm. They're attached. And now Jason Bateman, fresh off his best directing for a television drama mm-hmm. for ozark mm-hmm. emmy win he uh, is rumored to direct and possibly star in as well mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. this is one i definitely hope they take in a different direction than um, the original movie i think yeah i think the possibility for clue is a little more vast than a new jack or a set it off which is like mm-hmm. set because it is a board game and because the original right. movie took so many liberties itself, I think they could come up with yes. just about anything. I really hope they start with the board game instead of the the cult movie. Yeah. Um I would hate to see just a remake of yeah, that. Yeah, that's great. Uh, but leave that. Just do a murder mystery with those characters and those weapons in that scenario. Yeah. And the characters can be anything. I'm, I just mean like the the profiles. Yeah. Which brings me mm-hmm. because we got some compliments on our Catwoman casting. Yeah. Want to want a fantasy cast? Hard arc, <laughs> Clue. A hard arc. I don't know. <laughs> Clue remake. <laughs> I do. I would like to do that. Yeah. Um. Would you like to go? Um, okay. And like set it off. Should we go character by character? We can. Which one do we start with? I have Scarlet at okay. the top, and you usually start with Scarlet. So right. Oh, Scarlet. true. Scarlet goes yeah, first. She does always. Oh, this went through. I picked a couple for each, and then 
narrowed it down, and in some cases, I'm narrowing it down right now, just looking at my list. Okay. Isla Fisher. Isla Fisher. Yes. Oh, that's great. I think she has a history of doing great in um, ensemble comedies. Mm-hmm. She's a can play these high characters without uh, taking the movie to places where the movie doesn't want to go. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think she has the the range. She has the range to do like a Miss Scarlet, yeah, I'll, whatever that is in the new clue. All I can think about is her performance in Tag and how great that was. So I'm right. just like, yeah, I'm on board with that one. <laughs> and we know she plays crazy well from uh, Wedding Crashers. Yeah. and yeah. Oh no, she'd be great. Okay, so for my for yeah, my, who do you have for my Miss Scarlet? I have Regina Hall. That was my backup. Right? Ooh, yes. <laughs> that look. <laughs> I, it says Isla Fisher slash Regina, Regina Hall. Hall. Regina Hall <laughs> what? would be great. Okay. Yeah. We know that she is a very mm-hmm. funny lady. She is great in ensemble. It would be reminiscent to Scary Movie, but better yeah but like better but different different yeah it would be a much different miss scarlet than isla fisher's miss scarlet yeah but both would be great and i'm really it's like zoe kravitz all over again i I wonder if you have any of my other backups interesting interesting go ahead what's the next one uh professor plum i guess oh plum is next on my list too (laughs) okay okay go ahead this is fantasy casting yeah which means we can get anyone yeah i'm not bringing people back from the dead mm. but um he he doesn't really do movies anymore okay. but i would love to see steve martin as Ooh. professor plum in a clue movie that'd be good yeah he looks good in a blazer in a tweed blazer and glasses <laughs> Yeah. Hell, like if you need him to like get in the contract that he can play banjo a little bit in the movie, and that's how you get him in, mm-hmm. do that. Do it's that. worth it. We can sit through a little bit of banjo to get the comedic genius of Steve Martin on screen. Oh, that would be great. <laughs> to have, yeah, Steve Martin and Clue. I for my plum, I have John Cho. Not that's not who I had as my second, but yeah. that's a good choice. Right. Um, I think he's funny and charming Mm -hmm. and we just saw him in uh between two ferns and his little part that he had oh it was like really funny just like two minutes less less than 20 seconds yeah 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 he's good you know what i mean and you know i'd like to see him in a comedy again yeah he has not done comedy in a while he's been doing like horror movies and and indies yeah he's been you know trying to be a serious actor i get it i feel it he started off in comedy he is a serious i think he is a serious actor at this point come back oh he definitely has those chops yeah yeah that'd be he'd he'd be a good professor I, i like it um who's next peacock okay well peacock's not less than my list but do your peacock and i'll say my peacock okay this is one of the ones I had a harder time with. Same. But Maya Rudolph. Maya Rudolph. Yes. Would you age her up or would you just have her be She would she I don't want like distracting visual effects. Mm-hmm. She she'll play it like she's maybe 10, 15 years older than she is. She's not that young though. I mean she's not elderly. But um, 
Now I just want to see my my Rudolph and Clue. I don't care yeah. what part she's in. <laughs> I'll be honest. I she jumped between the different uh, roles. She was a constant on my list, and I had to find the right place for her. You but just wrote my Rudolph. She she could do literally any of any, these roles. She could. Yeah, she could be Professor Plum. She would Miss White. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, she was my choice for Peacock. I have down, and it was it was a difficult choice. I have Jane Fonda. Okay. Yeah. 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 She's she's great on, I, I Frankie and Grace. There we mm-hmm. go. I love her on Frankie and Grace. Grace, I think Grace she, and Frankie. Grace and Frankie. But, she's yeah. she's hilarious. So I think like if they're going that like comedy route, mm-hmm. which I think they should. I think she could. Oh, if it's not a comedy, we have a problem. Oh, yeah. (laughs) If they make like this gritty board game movie. A serious drama R rated clue. Yeah. (laughs) No, but yeah, Jane Fonda is my my peacock. Yeah, and hey, since we're playing uh, casting directors, like that would help get all the demographics because there's definitely a a whole Jane Fonda fan base that I don't think would otherwise go out to see the clue movie. Yeah. Yeah. So. Hit us up, Hollywood. We're good at this. Yeah, we're good at this. We're we're really great. Now, let me ask you. The news was that Ryan Reynolds wants to be in this, mm-hmm. and Jason Bateman might also be in it. Did mm-hmm. you cast them? I only casted Ryan Reynolds. Okay. Same. Okay. I, I don't really want to see Jason Bateman in it. He, he can do a cameo, but let's... Yeah. Let, and... Not that I don't like his acting. And I think he'd be an interesting choice to direct, though I haven't seen Ozark. I liked his movie Bad Words, and he made some interesting filmmaking choices I think paid off in that movie. But I just kept thinking of better actors than Jason Bateman for certain roles. Yeah, I even have like an alternative actor with like no role. I just have his name written down, but it's not Jason Bateman. Um, So is do we have the same? Have we casted Ryan Reynolds for the same part? Who who do you have him? One, two, three. Watch Mr. Green. Oh. <laughs> I think he's going to be the butler. <laughs> that would be great. Yeah. This it seems to be like his thing, so he's probably going to try to make it like the Ryan Reynolds show, mm-hmm. like like he does. I can see He's not great in ensemble, so I think great. it has to be a role that's kind of like he's the center. Yeah, Deadpool-type figure. I see that. I didn't cast that character hmm. because I just casted the board game characters. That's so, fair. Yeah. You had him as green? Yeah, I had him as green. That's uh, who I imagine Bateman will end up playing. Yeah. I think. Hmm. Though, who is Mr. Green? Like, the, we don't he, know the... could be anyone. Exactly. We don't know what they're going for with that. Yeah. I put... <laughs> for for my Mr. Green, I want uh Michael Shannon. Really? He he's funny sometimes. Michael Shannon. When he I does really comedies, know. he's funny. And um I don't want to see just all like silly comedy actors in this. Yeah. Even though I want it to be a comedy. Plus there could totally be jokes about him being the the killer cuz he looks like exactly. a killer. Exactly. I, I kind of want people where it's like they totally could have done it. Yeah. And if Michael Shannon's in a movie, he might have killed someone. Yeah. 
<laughs> or, or at the very least, peed on his hands and not washed his hands. Oh god, oh. <laughs> that's to- that totally works. That casting totally works. Yeah, yeah. Thanks. Who do you have for for White, Mrs. White? You go first. All right. I will say first, this uh, character of the the old maid, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. It's not very uh, modern. Yeah. And I won't be surprised if in this remake they do something different with it. Mm-hmm. They made a uh, Clue graphic novel or a run of comic books based on Clue that I read, and they just got rid of Mrs. White, and now it's uh, Dr. Orchid. Oh, I, my mom has a new Clue board game, and there's a Dr. Orchid. Yeah, I think there. Dr. Orchid is just the new White, but I still did cast uh, Mrs. White as Julia Louis Dreyfus. Really? That's yeah. wild. Yeah. <laughs> That's like <laughs> It was my pick. <laughs> That's wild. It wasn't my first pick. I, I had a hard time with that, but that's what I'm going with. Okay. And now it's on tape. Wow. You don't think she could do it? No, I think she could do it. I think she might I feel like that's a it's just a, like a lot of heavy hitters. It's just like, oh everyone's like Yeah. Being hilarious. Yeah. I have Margot Robbie. Oh. So I went Okay. I went yeah, I went different. I didn't yeah. 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 Yeah, she she um she's funny. Yeah. Very very different. Very different. Yeah. Um, I guess we as casting directors, we haven't seen the script yet, so we got to keep the options open keep, yeah. based on what directions these uh Deadpool guys go. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, she's funny. Um I guess that just leaves Colonel Mustard. Colonel Mustard. Who's, I used to always pick Colonel Mustard for some reason. I think because I thought Mustard was funny. Uh, I used to, when I played Clue, it always used to be Colonel Mustard mm. in the envelope. So oh. that was funny. Um, my Colonel Mustard, I picked Jordan Pill. Ooh. Right? Ooh, I thought about him for Plum. Oh. But also, I, I don't know that he's acting anymore. Well, maybe, you know, you never know. And in our fantasy world. In our fantasy. <laughs> I, he's someone I would want to see act and star, direct and star in Clue. Yeah. Oh, if he directed Clue? Yeah. That'd be amazing. But yeah, though, he's though, yeah, keep writing your own stories, Jordan. Yeah. He's um, my mustard, though. Yeah, mine, uh, it's kind of obvious you think about it mm-hmm. like who would play currently i won't be surprised if this is the casting choice <laughs> i'm getting cocky now <laughs> yeah. uh i think uh ron swanson himself nick offerman oh god damn it god damn it that's good yeah and he hasn't really uh gotten the chance to shine in a movie yet he's had some uh small roles and mm-hmm. stuff but it's time yeah, I, yeah nick offerman's great he's he hilarious and he he does great work in like ensemble pieces, as we've seen in Park and Rex. Yeah, yeah. Well, uh, that's our clue. That's our clue. My alternative actor with no um, <laughs> with no character is Walter Goggins. Goggins. I was thinking about Walter Goggins yeah. for Green because mm-hmm. he's like all slimy, and he's yeah. I love him in comedy. He's so funny. Yeah, he's really good. So. <laughs> 
Right now on that show, I know it's TV, we don't talk about it on this podcast, Mm -hmm. but on The Righteous Gemstones, the Mm -hmm. HBO show from the Vice Principals, these Bounded Down guys, he plays um, like a 70-year-old man. (laughs) Does he have like prosthetics and stuff on? No, it's just like white hair. Oh, okay. And he he plays John Goodman's uh, brother-in-law. Interesting. (laughs) Uh, Danny McBride's uncle. Uncle Baby Billy is his character's name. (laughs) (laughs) Baby Billy. Anyway, he's great. And yeah, that'd be great. Yeah. Uh, as I've tacked on a little bonus, it'd be cool to see uh, Tim Curry brought back as Mr. Body. Right. Just, you know, as a nod mm-hmm. to the original. Yeah. Or bring back uh, Michael McKean or Martin Mole or anyone else. Yeah, anyone else. Christopher Lloyd. Living. Yeah. Yeah. So that's it for movie 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 news news. Yeah, tweet right? us at movie film pod or shoot us a Facebook post uh, about your ideas. Yeah, or your ideas of our ideas. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let us know if you agree or you don't. Yeah, and I guess we'll all see soon enough. Yeah, uh, for better or for worse. True. I say we get into it. Yeah. Yeah, let's talk about a goofy movie. Yuck. Going somewhere, Pop? It's a vacation with me and my best buddy, Donald Duck. No, silly. With you. Ugh. It's Goofy and Max in their first full-length animated feature. We'll spend some real quality time together. I think I'm going to be sick. Walt Disney Pictures presents... Come on, this is going to be fun. The story of a father who couldn't be closer to driving his son crazy. <laughs> now, they're getting a crash course... In becoming best friends. It's Bigfoot! Could you back up a bit, Mr. Foot? Uh, you're out of focus. <laughs> it's one of Disney's all-time favorite classic characters. <laughs> In the most hilarious... It's the Leaning Tower of Cheesa. <laughs> and hippest animated musical comedy ever. A little smoke, kid. <laughs> A goofy movie. <laughs> Morning, son. Dad. It's hard to be cool when your dad is goofy. You look just like I did at your age. Please don't say that, Dad. A goofy movie. Call you later. A goofy movie is a 1995 comedy musical mm-hmm. starring uh, Goofy, the the Disney character. Yeah. It's um. It's a, a movie adaptation of the TV show Goof Troop. Yeah. Which was a goofy mm-hmm. sitcom that ran for uh, between 92 and 93 on the Disney Channel. I didn't grow up with Goof Troop because I didn't have Disney Channel uh, in the early 90s. I did. So I didn't know that existed until I, I looked it up. I watched it, I want to say, in the early 2000s is mm-hmm. when I like discovered the Disney Channel. And those, those like episodes, that show seemed like old. <laughs> so I don't think I really watched Goof Troop that much because there was like newer things on. I was watching like even Stevens and mm-hmm. Lizzie McGuire and stuff. But they're, they're bringing back remaking Lizzie. Yeah, or, no. Yeah, rebooting. I don't know. Yeah. Or she's still in it. No, uh, she's still in it. It's like older Lizzie. Yeah. Anyway. anyway. Yeah, Goofy, uh, Goof Troop, into a Goofy movie. Uh, Goofy's always been my favorite. How do you feel about Goofy? There's two different Goofies. Yeah? 
there's the Goofy when he's with Donald and Mickey. And then this whole goof troop persona that they uh, made. Now he's a single dad. Yeah. Raising Max. Mm-hmm. What's what's with Disney and this single parent thing? <laughs> it can never be two parents. Like, ever. Because Disney's the other parent. Oh, that's true. I don't know. <laughs> they tried to instill <laughs> yeah, all these values. I don't that. know. Um, but yeah, they, they go a little overboard with it. I mean, I guess it's a easy plot device to show that a character is broken or missing something they don't which even mention, mention yeah not even a thing a mother in this movie. though which by the way would be very interesting if they ever wanted to do a prequel <laughs> i'd like to see the story of goofy and the love of his life yeah and what happened you know mickey has Minnie, yeah. donald has daisy yeah goofy has some dead goofy has a son <laughs> yeah yeah Goofy's got Maximilian. Maximilian Goof. What's Goofy's first name? Interesting. He's only referred to as uh, Mr. Goof or Goof. (laughs) Or Dad. Mostly Dad in this movie. It's just just this whole universe they fabricated for the show. Now they're all dogs, Mm -hmm. right? Uh, Mickey and Donald make brief very brief cameos in this movie kind of just appearances yeah they're not really established characters though donald is referred to at one point by max as goofy's best friend even though goofy corrects him and max is his real best friend uh goofy was originally known as a deputy dog that uh, doesn't answer my question that only <laughs> adds gets more. even more yeah <laughs> um Sources from the Goof Troop um, continue to continually give the character's full name as Gigi. Like Gigi, like G-Goofy. His name is Goofy Goof, let's just say it. Goofy Goof. It's gotta be. Alright. <laughs> well, yeah, to answer your question, uh, Goofy's pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah, he's great. He's, he's goofy. His name is he's what he goofy. is. Yeah, he's fine. And the name of the movie is what it is. It's a goofy movie. Mm-hmm. It's a lot of the character goofy, and goofy is the vibe and attitude. Yeah. <laughs> this movie starts like many uh, of these kinds of movies with a dream sequence. Mm-hmm. Our last movie, Bring It On, also. It did. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I feel a like dream I see, that turned I don't know. into a nightmare. Yeah, yeah. What are the what are the chances? Well, it's a lot of a lot of. I feel like a lot of movies do that. Yeah, because right away it communicates what a character wants mm-hmm. and what a character fears, and then they use that for the rest of the movie to yeah. pull the strings in different yeah. directions. And in this case, Max wants Roxanne, Roxanne. his crush, mm-hmm. and he fears becoming his dad yeah. like literally becoming his dad yeah it starts off as like a love dream with roxanne who, his crush who loves him back mm-hmm. and then it becomes a nightmare when like the wolf man he turns into goofy yeah. his, his buck teeth drops his ears get long his feet get really big and then he just grows into like this giant goofy monster pretty much and roxanne is horrified and then he wakes up. Yeah. And like like so many other movies, he's late. Oh, no. <laughs> His alarm clock didn't go off. 
Yeah, he uh, smacks his alarm clock. It's like a digital alarm clock, but still, when he smacks it, it changes the time yeah. to the correct time where he realizes he's late. Mm-hmm. And then we make our uh, Goofy makes his entrance. Yeah, and, and a towel. In this movie, it's two towels, one for his head, mm-hmm. one for his body. Right, but it's like, it's funny because it's like all the way up. Like mm-hmm. he's covering his chest as well. Oh, he's he's toweled up like oh, a woman. Toweled. Yeah, he's toweled like a woman. He has bunny <laughs> slippers on, and he's cleaning. He's yeah, he's toweled up and he's holding a vacuum, mm-hmm. and he barges in on Max. Yeah, <laughs> usually when someone's like toweled up like that, they're the one getting barged in on, mm-hmm. and they're embarrassed. But yeah. Max mm-hmm. is embarrassed that Goofy's in his room. Goofy apologizes, mm-hmm. leaves the room knocks and then comes back in <laughs> says, oh sorry oh sorry um yeah no shame for for goofy and we find out it's the last day of school yeah through a musical number yeah the song our first song of the movie which has many songs is called after today mm-hmm. this is max singing it on his way to school mm-hmm. and like many a musical, the townsfolk join in. Yeah. And every, everyone's singing after today. Yeah. Uh, Max is like after today, Roxanne will like me and... Uh, yeah. He has a plan. Yeah. He's he's scheming. Yeah, he's scheming. Um, he... There's this moment between Max and Roxanne where... Yeah. I mean, right away, it's not like he has to win Roxanne over. Mm-hmm. She's into him. He just has to, I guess, axe her out, which I don't he think hasn't done. he doesn't even know that she's into him, though. Yeah, I guess he can't see. He's that. so blinded by his own fears. Yeah, but uh, she's like totally into him. In the first scene, in reality, in their reality, where he's talking to Roseanne, she is interested in him, and she makes him laugh, mm-hmm. and then he lets out a oh, yuck. Oh yeah. You know his his father Goofy pops out. Yeah, right? yeah. His, his so uh, he gets very embarrassed and kind of runs away. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but uh, you know, Roxanne was into the conversation, and he's really just sabotaging himself. Yeah. But he, like we said, he's got a scheme. He's gonna hijack the school assembly. Yeah, which is just like wild. Mm-hmm. I love how like wild it is when like the the student body president is talking, and then as as soon as she in, introduces the principal, goes dead. Yeah, all the applause <laughs> and fanfare. Yeah, it just stops. <laughs> and I feel like it's that it's, it's that it's that guy, you know. I don't know what guy it is, but it was a recognizable voice. Yes, his voice. He's like the short guy with the bald top. Um. Oh, it's the inconceivable guy yeah. from Princess Bride, Wallace Shawn, yeah. as Principal Mazur. Yeah. I definitely recognized his voice. Yeah. I was just like, oh, yeah, I know that voice. Yeah. Um, while he's talking about kids coming up to him and asking them what they can do during summer. Yeah. Yeah, right. Uh, Max, Peach, and what's the other guy's name? The other oh, he's cool and wild. Yeah, the the one voiced by Polly Bobby Zimaruski. Yeah, Bobby Zimaruski. Yeah, so Max, PJ, Pete Jr., mm-hmm. and Bobby. Mm-hmm. Well, Max and Bobby are uh, paying off Bobby, or Max and PJ are paying off Bobby to get the AV equipment during the assembly. Paying with cheese. With cheddar cheese whiz. Yeah. Which is drugs for this young 
canine human. Yeah, I remember when I was little, I used to like want to get cheese whiz, but my mom never got it for me. Probably for the best. <laughs> Probably for the best. <laughs> uh, but this movie made it look cool. It made it look good. It was like real cheesy. Yeah, really. Uh, definitely the faculty's fault. This whole thing for putting Bobby in charge of the AV equipment oh, yeah. in the first place. Mm-hmm. Why is he the the one? In charge. Especially a kid that can be so easily bribed. Right. Well, he's their friend. Yeah. Right? So, yeah, they have this whole setup. Um, Powerline is like... Um, Let's talk about Powerline. Powerline is the... He's the rock star of the movie, right? He is... He is what all the cool kids are listening to. Yeah, go- uh, Max doesn't want to be goofy, but he does want to be Powerline. Exactly. Powerline is like a... Michael Jackson, Prince figure. Yeah. Fun fact, originally supposed to be voiced by Bobby Brown. Really? But well, this was that. when Bobby Brown couldn't really hold a job for some issues he had. Right. So they got so they the got next a... best thing, which is Tevin Campbell. Yes. Yeah, who sounds amazing. He kills it. Yeah, he kills it. Yeah. Um, he is Powerline. Um, Powerline is cool. Like, you can... Yeah. Yeah. I, <laughs> I, I, I buy it. <laughs> Um, and so they cut the principal's speech short. They cut the mic and he falls down a trap door. Yeah. And that's when Max comes out as Powerline. Mm-hmm. Like, when the show starts. Yeah. And, and, uh, he's doing really good. Like, he's a performer. Yeah, he's here's good. our second song in the movie, the Powerline anthem, Stand Out. Mm-hmm. Hear that a lot. The kids don't know that it's Max. hmm I don't know that they think it's Powerline. Maybe they just an impersonator. Because at first it's like it's a shadow, right? Yeah, right. Until he like buzzes through the screen. Yeah, but he's got the power line sunglasses, so mm-hmm. of course they can't tell it's that kid in their class, Max. Yeah. Until. But he gets busted. Yeah, until he gets busted. Because um, he's like flying around the the audience on a rope. Yeah. And then the the principal like pulls the rope and yeah. takes off his glasses and. And like, oh hey, it's that kid. It's that goof kid. It's that goof kid. <laughs> um, but like, I mean, getting caught, getting his performance ruined doesn't, f- like, make like make people want to make fun of him or anything. They think he's very cool. Yeah, he can't see that though. Yeah, he's like the coolest kid now. No, he's oh. just embarrassed and uh, yeah, thinks he's a laughing stock and um, he messed up and he's in trouble. They're waiting to see the principal. Mm-hmm. Uh, PJ walks out with his face like mortified. Oh yeah, because his dad is gonna get him. Yeah, he's gonna crush him. Like I forget what he says, but he's just he's gonna pull yeah. me. Yeah. And then uh, it's Bobby's turn, but Bobby's like this laid back kid. Yeah. So it's all like a game to him, mm-hmm. <laughs> which is funny. I kind of I could have used some more Bobby in this movie. More I guess Bobby. he was a staple of Goof Troop. No, I no? don't think. Bobby was in Goof Troop at all. I think he's a like a movie character. Hmm. Um, I mean, you definitely get more of him in uh, an extreme goofy movie. Yeah, that movie is extremely goofy. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> this one's just goofy. Um, but yeah, um, before before we get Max in the principal office, yeah, it like cuts back to a uh, goofy, goofy at work. Yeah, Goofy is a like a kid photographer goofy had like a in Sears this movie or something goofy in the beginning of this movie has the same job that joaquin's character and the master has in the beginning of that movie yeah yeah <laughs> which you know Uh-oh. that's just fun 
<laughs> just that shot of Goofy peeking behind the uh, camera to look at the kid. And of it's course, like there's a like, very similar shot in The Master. <laughs> oh, they got it from Goofy movie. <laughs> Maybe. Um, Goofy's really good at his job, of course. Of course, he can make kids laugh. Yeah, he works with Pete, though, PJ's dad. Who's not that great because he's a no. brute. Yeah. Yeah, he's a brute. Um, yeah, it's the same Pete that's like the antagonist in a lot of Mickey yeah. Mouse cartoons, mm-hmm. but I guess yeah. Goof Troop made him. Yeah, gave him a new purpose. Goofy's friend and coworker. Friend, like friend, friendly. friend with like good intentions, but like not great. Yeah, execution. We'll get into that yeah. though. Very different from Goofy. I didn't say he was a good friend. <laughs> um, but yeah, we're talking about Max and you know, like like how to raise a child, and you know, Goofy's just like, what? Max is a good boy. Like nothing's gonna happen. And then they cut to Max in the principal office, and trouble. Yeah, with dread. And then that's when Goofy gets the phone call, right? Well, before this, Roxanne is just in the principal's office, and she's with a friend who encourages her to go up talk and talk to Max, mm-hmm. who is her crush. If only Max knew. Right. Max's like head is in his hand, so he can't even see her approaching him. She has to like poke him. Mm-hmm. He jumps, and she drops her books. So they go down to grab the papers. They do the thing where they touch they, hands. Yeah. And then uh, they talk about. Bobby's party, yeah. where they're going to be showing the Powerline concert, mm-hmm. which is happening in L.A., mm-hmm. screening at Bobby's party. And Max asks her to go to the party with him. Yeah. And she says yes. Yes, a date. And then very much like something his father would do, once she leaves, he starts salsa dancing, first by himself, and then he ropes the uh, secretary <laughs> with the wheelchair. He has her wheeling around with him. Yeah. Principal walks in on that, and that's where he says, we've got to call this boy's father. Yeah. Mr. Goof. Um, and that's when we get the this BS phone call where the principal pretty much just lied about Max uh, in, inciting a riot at the hmm. school and uh, being part of a gang, which is what uh, Pete was saying earlier. Right. Um, so now... Goof is like, oh no, I got to do something. Yeah, the principal says if you don't uh, step in, your son is headed for the electric chair. Yeah. Which is a fucked up joke, Disney. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And I like in that moment, Goofy gets the idea Mm -hmm. to go on a road trip. To go fishing with his son, he gets it. He gets the idea from a piece of merchandise that kind of looks like him. Yeah, it it's like a figurine that's fishing. Mm-hmm. And if it were any other Disney movie, it would be a goofy figurine. It would, yeah, it would be goofy. Yeah. Um, oh, there's also a, a Bambi cameo in here. Like, oh yeah, Bambi's like the stuffed animal. Yeah, goofy gives the kid yeah. he's taking a picture of to settle down. Mm-hmm. Um. Lake it's another Destiny. dead mother Disney movie. <laughs> <laughs> lake Destiny, Ohio. Yes, this is the lake where Goofy's father took him. Mm-hmm. Goofy's father's father took Goofy's father. Goofy's father's father's father took Goofy's father's father. Yeah, it's a tradition. Yeah, so now Goofy's going to take Max. Yeah. Only problem is Max said he would go to that party right, with right. Roxanne. Exactly. Everything exactly was going to work out. Exactly before this scene, right? Yep. So we already have conflict happening. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, Max is walking home. He's singing. He's happy. He has his shades on. He's a, he's a cool guy. You know what I mean? He sees his dad all packed up, ready to go camping. He's like, all right, you have fun with that. If you're gone longer than a month, you know, just, I don't know. Leave me some. I think he said drop a line. Yeah, drop a line. <laughs> he's like, Goofy's like, no, you're coming with me. Goofy, like, it's his son, so it's not kidnapping, but yeah. he kind of kidnaps him. Yeah. He, he like, ties him up with the seatbelt mm-hmm. <laughs> into the car. Yeah, he tries, like, different tactics to, like, get him to come. Oh, he, like, guilts him. Yeah, he tries to guilt him and tries to, like, make him excited. And then in the end, he's just like, no, get in the car now. And he just shoves oh, him in. Goofy is such a hapless father. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So desperate. He's, he's doing his best. <laughs> Uh, as they're pulling the car out of the house, Goofy says, goodbye, folks. And then the car hits, breaks through the picket fence and he says, goodbye, broken piece of plywood. <laughs> <laughs> you know, all, all I'm saying is there's worse dads to have than a Goofy dad. Damn, goofy dad. At least he's there, you know, mm-hmm. Goofy father's still there. But Max, uh, he's got to tell Roseanne Roxanne. something. Roxanne. Yeah. He's got to tell her something. Um, yeah, like, he's like, oh, no, like, what do I do? I can't just ghost her, pretty much. So he makes his dad drive him to her place yeah, um, so that he can break it to her. And he does. He starts to, t- like, break it to her. But she's, like, sad and kind of, like, like putting a wall up. And, like, no, like, it's whatever. Yeah, like, all she fine. hears is he can't go to the party with her. Not... Yeah. Because my dad is dragging me on this trip, blah, yeah. blah, blah, I got in trouble. Right. Um, nope. And so he, I don't know what, sweetens the pot. He lies. Yeah. Um, and tells her that actually he's going to see Pyroline because his dad knows him. Yeah, they're not going to watch it at Bobby's house. They're going to go straight to LA. My dad used to play with Powerline. Yeah. And I'll be on the stage during the last song and I'll wave to you. Yeah. So don't go to the party with anyone else. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Yep. <laughs> you know, like how you talk to women you like. <laughs> yeah, you just lie to them. <laughs> um, but yeah, you she know, buys it. Yeah, she buys it. You know what I mean? And I guess it pretty much just buys him some time. <laughs> I guess. Yeah. Yeah. And that leads us into song number three, On the Open Road. On the Open Road. What I love about this song <laughs> Yeah, I don't think it like happens every song, but on this one, um, the title of the song pops up on screen. <laughs> like there's a billboard, like oh, when yeah. the music, like when, cause like, okay, so like they're fighting over the radio, um, and then they break the radio. So there's no music. So then the environment around them starts to make music. Yeah. It's like a stomp kind of thing. Yeah. And they pass this billboard that says open road mm-hmm. and then it's the song open road. Yeah, so it starts with a uh, goofy singing about how great the open road is, mm-hmm. and then Max does the very—it's a very Broadway musicaly thing to oh, do. Very. It's like Max is singing the same tune, also about the open road, but it's about how terrible it is. Mm-hmm. And then it becomes a medley. Goofy's singing about how good it is. Max is singing about how bad it is. Mm-hmm. And then other drivers passing by join in. Including Mickey Mouse and Donald Duck, yeah. who are hitchhikers in yeah. this universe. Yeah, they're just off on the side of the road. Uh, Very quick shot of them. Yeah, would would they be hitchhikers in this universe? I feel like they would be uh, moguls or movie stars or... Maybe they just like to backpack, you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> Maybe. 
and talk to regular folk. Yeah. Also, Goofy, longtime friend of Mickey and Just Donald. passes them by. Yeah. These he's are like, his dear friends hitchhiking. He's like, I'm sorry, guys. I'm with my son. I don't have time for this right now. <laughs> <laughs> because then it becomes another movie. Yep, yep, yep. Uh, and after the song, of course, Goofy's driving with the map cov- fully covering fully his face. Fully covering his face. Like only Goofy could drive. Yeah. <laughs> Max um, saves their, li- their yeah. lives. Yeah. Like, Max has up. to grab the wheel. Yeah. Um, but he doesn't trust Max to navigate because it's a big responsibility. Right. Um, so their first stop is at this road tro- show. This it's uh, like, Lester's Possum Park, mm-hmm. which is also the name of the fourth song. Yeah. It's like a, it's like a Chuck E. Cheese. Yeah. But kind of. It's like a mix between like a Chuck E. Cheese and like a, I don't know. Uh, if whatever yeah. they have in Puxatawney to memorialize Puxatawney Phil. Yeah. Like that kind of, it's like a museum Chuck E. Cheese. There's not really games. Yeah. But I, yeah, it just has like that animatronic yeah, show. To the it. Possum Posse. Yeah. They're animatronic yodelers, mm-hmm. which uh, everyone in the crowd <laughs> loves. Of course, Goofy loves because Goofy yodels. He's, he's a yodeler. Himself. Of course, Goofy's he's a yodeling along. <laughs> uh, Everyone but Max, who, you know, listens yeah. to way cooler music like Powerline. He's yeah. he's too cool for yodeling. Yeah. He's embarrassed by his dad and the fact that he even has to be there at all. Mm-hmm. While yeah, this, it's like nothing but little kids there. Yeah, and while this is happening, the animatronics, like during the Lester's Possum Park song, they're just like each slowly breaking down. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty sure those things haven't had maintenance in years. Um... But yeah, um, I mean, it pops up later, but Goofy's treating Max like a little kid. Right. Yeah. Goofy doesn't know how to father his son. Or at least father a teenage son. Right. Um, He just keeps embarrassing Max. mm -hmm. Max doesn't want to take the pictures with the possums, but Goofy does anyway. Goofy like flips upside down. Everyone laughs at him. Right calls him a dork and max hears people calling him his dad a dork so he's embarrassed yeah goofy ends up like flinging a possum into max's face Mm -hmm. which then goes into max's pants and you know when you got a possum in your pants you you move around a little bit the string band mistake this for dancing so Mm -hmm. they start playing the the polka yodel music again Mm -hmm. and then goofy grabs his son because he's like oh my son finally wants to dance to my music with me right and now they're dancing together Goofy thinks they're having uh, a great time. You're Mac. Imagine you're Max, though. You got you got an opossum in your pants, right? And you're oh. doing this embarrassing thing you don't want to be doing, and your dad is like into it. Yeah, and everyone around you, you're surrounded by people laughing at you guys. Like you couldn't escape it. They keep cutting to this. It's like a little kid, a little girl who only has like a couple teeth, mm-hmm. and it's like in like other movies they would show like uh, people that live in the mountains with like having few teeth mm-hmm. um but like that's like a little girl and she only, she's like teething still yeah. so that's why but it still like fits in with the yeah. environment mm-hmm. i just like that uh background character also <laughs> nuns keep they weren't at lester's possum park but they're in like the mall and oh, yeah. in a diner later there's these two nuns that i guess are going on a similar route road yeah. trip they were on the open road song yeah as well so 
I don't know what they're up to. What they're up to. Yeah, I don't know who who Jesus is in the Goof Troop universe. <laughs> Jesus is a dog. Yeah. Jesus is my dog. <laughs> um, I forgot what I was about to say when he got sidetracked. Well, after the Possum Park, uh, it's time to camp, right? Yeah. Got got to have somewhere to sleep. What oh. they got is a tent. A really tiny tent. Mm-hmm. Very small. Um, Max makes Goofy set it up all by himself, too, because yeah. he's so ungrateful. <laughs> and then while that's happening, this RV pulls up. Gigantic. With, like, all the stops. Uneco-friendly. Uh, cut down trees, get out of my way. RV. Oh, yeah, it, it cuts down the it trees. It cuts down the trees. For you. Yeah. Um, and, like, out pops, like... Uh, uh, a pool and a jacuzzi and a bowling alley and everything a grill like all pops out of this thing at once and then out steps pj no not pj pete pete senior Mm -hmm. and uh pete says uh to goofy when he sees him well isn't this uh serendipity (laughs) doodah So so here Goofy is with this like little rinky dink tent mm-hmm. and then his like frenemy Pete comes up essentially glamping. Yeah. Glamour camping. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's unfortunately a thing in our world. I bet. And I guess in Goofy's world too. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um Yeah, so Max just wants to hang out with his friend PJ. Mm-hmm. Like Who's on this luxury R V. Yeah. And cleaning. Yeah, but uh, Goofy wants to go fishing with his son. That's what he had planned. Yeah. So Pete and Goofy have this conversation about keeping your kid under your thumb. Yeah, that's Pete's parenting advice to Goofy. Yeah. It's a bowling metaphor because he's his, play, his RV has a bowling alley. Mm-hmm. He's got his thumb under the ball, and that's how he gets... The sh- uh, uh, actually not a strike he, he um, plays it off like he's about to get a strike he said like in the metaphors like you keep keep your thumb under and that's how they don't end up in the gutter yeah <laughs> but one pin stays standing but uh to to really uh, illustrate his parenting uh philosophy he then yells for his son pj very authoritarian authoritative manner mm-hmm. and makes his son run over to the pin and knock it over and he celebrates his strike <laughs> yeah so he's like uh he, I won't say he rules with an iron fist, but, you know, he has more authority than Goofy. And he thinks this is what Goofy needs to do Yeah, his son. Goofy doesn't really buy it, though. Yeah, that's not his style. But he uh, decides to give it a try mm-hmm. um, because Max doesn't want to go fishing. He wants mm-hmm. to stay with PJ. And he's like, no, we're going fishing now. Well, he should have stayed with PJ. Yeah, and they go fishing. And the end, happy ending. Happy ending. Woo! Just kidding. Father they they go fishing and they end up luring Bigfoot back to their camp. <laughs> yeah, Goofy um, <laughs> does this 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 thing. Um, it's like passed down, so it's like a family thing. It's called the perfect cast, and it's like this this fisherman dance you do with your uh, with your rod in order to get you know the perfect mm-hmm. cast. But while he's doing it, he accidentally <laughs> his hook grabs a piece of steak. And then he flings it all the way across the lake, misses the lake completely, into a Bigfoot um, like footprint. 
What is this, a cartoon? Was this a cartoon? Bigfoot's right there. I think it's a cartoon. Um, <laughs> Bigfoot is right there. And he's like, oh, I want steak. And so he chases the steak down. Mm-hmm. But it's Bigfoot. It's a, yeah. Yeah. It's a, it's a problem. It's a problem. Goofy and Max end up uh, locked inside of their car. Yeah, because Pete and PJ, they, they dip. They they're, dip, yeah. They're out. They got wheels. They did not even wait for Goofy and Max. Mm-mm. No. Um, so, yeah, they get inside their car, but they're stuck there because Goofy left the keys, like, in the box yeah. outside. Mm-hmm. So they can't go anywhere. Um, and if they do try and go somewhere, Bigfoot charges them. Yeah, so they just got to spend the night inside the car. Yeah, hoping, up. Hoping they make make it through the night. Which um, I guess turns out to be pretty good for them because they start to have a you know a good father son moment. Um, yeah, they're uh, Goofy gets his hands on some alphabet soup mm-hmm. and then he shares an anecdote about he calls it high high dad soup mm-hmm. because Max used to leave messages like hi dad yeah. in the alphabet soup when he was little and he does it again he yeah it at the bottom of the the can he does it again so he's back in goofy's good graces mm-hmm. but he's awake in the middle of the night and he does something yeah does something bad he does it he wakes up and uh goofy is snoring mm-hmm. bigfoot is sleeping on top of the car snoring in unison with goofy <laughs> <laughs> and uh max is considering writing a letter to roxanne admitting the truth because he heard from pj that Roxanne told everyone Max's dad was used to play with Powerline. Max is going to be in L.A. Yeah. So now this little lie he told to Roxanne is now spread to everyone. Right. So he's thinking about doing the right thing, telling yeah. the truth. Mm-hmm. But he realizes if he does that, he'll never get Roxanne. Right. So he's, you know, it's bad either way. He kicks the dashboard in frustration and the glove compartment pops open. Mm-hmm. And I love this uh, visual because there's like a red light inside the glove box. So the whole car kind of glows. It's like this forbidden uh, artifact Mm -hmm. because the map scrolls out. The map that was passed down through all the goofs. (laughs) (laughs) Generations of goofs. (laughs) And um, he opens it up and he sees L.A. right there. Like... Of the map, it's like Ohio, L.A. Right? Yeah, that, like, that's you the know. only thing you see. And so he just changes it. He changes the the pencil markings from mm-hmm. going to Ohio to going to um, L.A. Um, the next morning, they go to get breakfast. Yeah, they're at a diner. And Max has like this guilty mm-hmm. or nervous look on his face. Um even before Goofy pulls out the map. Yeah, even before. He's just like, oh, man, what did I do? And Goofy does this thing where he's just like, you know what? I'm going to like, I'm gonna trust you. I'm going to give you some responsibility. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to let you navigate, which is a big thing. Because earlier he said, right. I don't trust you. But now Probably a good call him. to avoid further. Yeah. <laughs> um, so he's not even going to look at the map anymore. He's just going to let Max pick all the stops along the way. Until they get to yeah. Ohio. This is where we get a montage of the stops that Max picked. 
which are all really fun. Want to hear about them? Yeah. First one is they go jet skiing. Mm-hmm. What we see of them jet skiing is Goofy on yeah. a jet ski going from the ocean onto the beach through like <laughs> cabanas. Yeah. And then out of the cabanas. And of course, he ends up with like a bikini on when he jet skis out because yeah. Yeah. it's Goofy. It's Goofy. <laughs> uh, they go to a theme park, yeah. which is shown with a. Uh, they're, see, they're bonding. It's Goofy and Max on a roller coaster together. Goofy's trying really hard to connect with his son. Yeah. But he's throwing up because it's, it's not his thing. Yeah. Uh, he's throwing up. Then we see him walking out of the bathroom of the amusement park. And Max just shoves a plate of food, like theme park food, yeah, fries. Like and, yeah, and stuff. Right yeah. in his face. Makes his face him, turns green, yeah. turns back around. <laughs> um, then they go to a monster truck rally mm-hmm. also throughout this they keep cutting between uh them changing attire together yeah so a little bit of bonding yeah uh they go to a monster truck rally then max gives his dad some slack they go to the house of yarn which goofy's very excited about yeah not really sure what this place is <laughs> just one of those boring rest stops your parents wants to go yeah. <laughs> want to go to i don't know he saw the sign for it and said, ooh, can we go there, Max? And Max was like, oh, I guess. Yeah. They uh, go ca- exploring a cave, mm-hmm. which we see them just running out of a cave with bats yeah, following them. Because, of course, Goofy used a flash in a dark cave. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and then they go to a baseball game. And I'm sure you can imagine what happens when you take Goofy to a baseball game. <laughs> he gets the ball, though. He gets, he gets ball the ball and, and then somehow... Yeah, ends up being thrown back out, and then Max catches his father as if his father were a fly ball. Yeah, yeah. And then, um, when when does the mime happen? That like, well, I think that was in the house of yarn. That was in the house of yarn. Yeah. Where he like pretends to cut the rope, but then a real piano comes crashing yeah. down. Yeah, <laughs> I think this is a cartoon. Yeah. <laughs> no, I love I love those bits cartoony bits and the montage ends them pulling into a motel f- for the night no more camping mm-hmm. they're gonna be sleeping at the neptune inn yeah which is an underwater themed motel mm-hmm. it's got water beds with fish in them fish in them has uh, a little uh little mermaid light switch yeah i don't think it's really a father-son motel yeah me neither it's got some different vibes mm-hmm. <laughs> um but also just their luck pj and uh pete are also yeah uh, staying there. A little as well. more serendipity doodah. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, yeah, Pete's back to give uh, Goofy more ill advised advice. Yeah. He finds out from his son the lie. Yeah, he overhears. Or he hears over, that. Yeah. Yeah, so he tells Goofy, hey, your son changed the map. You're going to be going to LA. Mm-hmm. Goofy doesn't believe him, though. Yeah. And he's also like, I trust my son. I'm not going to check the map. But it's playing over and over in his head. Mm-hmm. And so he checks the map. Yeah. So Goofy knows at this point. Yeah. But Max doesn't know that Goofy knows. Yeah. And he is sad again. He just, you know, goes mm-hmm. to bed and cuts off the light. Um, now we're back to like that awkward energy of when Max first changed the map. Yeah, we get this pretty heartbreaking scene. (laughs) Yeah. Really uh, heavily dramatized with a literal fork in the road. Yeah. The junction. Yeah. Uh, It's like a... It's like a fork of two, like the interstate splitting off. And it's like the way it's animated is they both 
both ed- turns go so like high up it's yeah. like <laughs> just wild yeah. and uh, of course max is navigating goofy knows here it is yeah he what's knows, he gonna pick yeah he knows Goofy gonna... knows that he should go right yeah. but he's waiting to see what his son is gonna do so he says all right max what's it gonna be right or left and he waits until the last mm-hmm. moment because he's hesitating but then he says left and mm. so goofy goes left and goofy is pissed and he's heartbroken yeah, and he's angry upset. yeah he's hunched and he has to pull over yeah, he's got to blow off some steam. Pulls yeah. over at, like, a viewpoint. Max, uh... Well, he's just leaning against the car. Yeah. He's mad that his, he's caught, I, I guess. Maybe he's more mad at himself for doing the wrong thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, but he's leaning on the car, and that causes the car to be pushed down a hill. Yeah. Into a river. Yeah. Where Goofy and his son chase after it. Yeah. And uh, so begins our next song, Nobody Else But You, yeah. which is sung, father and son, floating atop a car on a green river. I like it. I like this musical number. Yeah, it's like a duet. Mm-hmm. Very um, sweet. Oh, about their love for each other. Yeah. They're stuck together yeah. with their bond. Mm-hmm. They're seeing eye to eye. At one point, they're led, like, they're riding the river on the car as if it's a raft. Yeah. They go like through a cave. Mm-hmm. It's like all blue, and mm-hmm. I like the animation there. Mm-hmm. And then on the other side of it is like this canyon, and it becomes beautiful. Mm-hmm. And they have a nice moment. Yeah, and they uh, make up. Can, yeah, but that can only last for so long. Because it's a cartoon. If you're on a river, you better expect a very steep waterfall. Yeah, which Goofy <laughs> doesn't notice. I, I love it because Max is like water. He's like waterfall, and Goofy's like waterfall waterfall like the timing um and so how exactly how does this transpire goofy saves max right it's i i didn't write down the details he like hangs on to a tree yeah okay he's able to get the car and his son Mm -hmm. and the next thing you know they're in la yeah um, the waterfall it's one of those waterfalls where like right at the bottom is los angeles <laughs> yeah <laughs> you know like all that water they have in los angeles it's like that yeah um i just uh the i guess the only important thing to note in that scene is that max does the perfect cast to save goofy mm-hmm. perfect catch perfect cast cast. cast like the casting of the, of the fishing oh rope. he does the fishing yeah, rope. yeah he, okay, does, okay. he does the trick um and it saves his dad and him hmm. so yeah yeah i missed that attention. that's nice yeah uh like a full circle moment there um because you don't think he was paying attention because he yeah. was annoyed mm-hmm. but he was and now he knows it like his father's mm-hmm. father's children father's fathers, fathers. <laughs> he's a goof <laughs> he's a goof um but yeah we get to la yeah we're at the powerline concert we mm-hmm. get to hear another powerline jam mm-hmm. eye to eye Mm-hmm. which is stylized the letter i the number two the letter i because prince yeah. <laughs> I to I. but it's um <laughs> this song <laughs> if only max like actually listened to the words of his favorite artist mm-hmm. because it, you know it's the end of the movie mm-hmm. the song's uh kind of summing up everything everything mm-hmm. people need to see eye to eye it's all about the importance of communicating with each other and respecting each other. Yeah. 
having meeting each other in the middle, having common ground. If Max listened to that, maybe none of the maybe. conflict of the movie would have been maybe there. Maybe it was like a brand new song no one ever heard before. But Goofy and Max are up to no good at this concert. And yeah. they they do it. They end up on the stage. They do. Goofy first. <laughs> of course. Um, and He's Max, a trailblazer. He's a trailblazer. Uh, Max tells him, do the cast. Do the perfect cast. And he mm-hmm. does it. And it becomes like a dance move. Yeah. Which is really cool because uh, once Max gets on stage, all three of them, Powerline, Goofy, and Max, do the perfect cast. Yeah, Powerline's into, into it, people going on a stage yeah that does not happen today but sure um so yeah they're they're jamming out on stage and max gets to wave to the camera yeah roxanne and everybody you know they're at the party and they Mm -hmm. see it and they're doing the dance as well yeah right pretty awesome yeah goofy's cool wow who would have thought how Um, can you be goofy and cool right but it happens for like a very short moment. They, for as long as the trip there took the return, very quickly. <laughs> just it just cuts to them rolling back home in the car, which is not really a car anymore. anymore. It's just like a frame, a husk of its former self. Yeah, when it when it like stops, it puts. Yeah, and then like the front <laughs> bumper just falls off. Yeah, it's like yeah. This is the end of the road. Yeah, before going right home, though, they're back at Roxanne's house. Because mm-hmm. Goofy is making Max. Even though it worked out and they got on stage for the last song and he waved to the camera, Goofy tells Max, you got to tell her the truth. Yeah. Here comes that Disney lesson. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, he tells her the truth about, you know, his dad not knowing Powerline. Like, that's not mm-hmm. a real thing even though it worked out yeah <laughs> even though like somehow it magically worked out like that's not the truth of the situation i was just trying to impress you because i like you i want to oh i wanted you to like me and she was like i liked you i liked you the first time i saw you she she actually says i already liked you from the first time i heard you laugh and then she does a little yuck yuck <laughs> so she liked the parts of him that he was trying so desperately to hide from her and everyone else yeah the parts that he Got from his father. Mm-hmm. Maybe, uh, you know, don't be afraid to stand out. Don't See be each other eye to, to eye. Yourself. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Be your, your, your whole self. If you're a goof, be a goof. <laughs> and people will like you for that. <laughs> yes. Because you're being you. Yes. That's the lesson, right? That's the lesson. And that's the movie. And that's the movie. She gives him a little kiss. Mm-hmm. And, uh. We get a reprise of eye to eye. Yeah. Eye to eye. Eye to eye. That's a goofy movie. And it sure is. A classic. <laughs> so, Nate, my friend, my fellow podcaster, is a goofy movie. <laughs> yeah, that's why I was laughing. <laughs> I, I could hear the question coming. Right? <laughs> now that I said now, it out Now loud, please ask. Um, is a goofy movie a movie or a film? Yeah, so I've always thought it's a misnomer, and it should really be called a goofy film. Right. <laughs> no, it's a goofy movie knows what it is. Yes. It's a movie, yes. and it's not afraid to be a movie. Exactly. It's about being yourself, and this movie is itself. It's a movie. Yeah. Yeah. Very straightforward. Yeah. Yeah. This this one kind of did the work for us. 
in a way. Kind of, but is it really work to identify this as a movie? I had to think really hard, Nate. I had to think really Mm. hard. (laughs) Yeah. All right. All right. We did it. We did it. (laughs) Thanks for listening to that one. Yeah. I bet you haven't thought about a goofy movie in a long time, if ever. Yeah, watch it. Or just listen to us talk about it. Yeah. You know? Personally, I'm I'm a big fan of the sequel, Extremely Goofy Movie, because that's got skateboarding in it. Yeah, that one was great. And Goofy gets a love interest. Yeah, and Max is older and in college. Yeah. Yeah, that's a great one. Yeah, but that was straight to video, so we will not be covering it Ugh. on this. I don't know if that's where we draw the line. I guess Guava Island was straight to video yeah. also. But, but, you know, we should probably just watch it. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So make sure you tweet us at moviefilmpod. Mm-hmm. Email moviefilmpod at gmail dot com. Mm-hmm. Come on, fingers. Oh, should we? Uh, we got a little bit of fan mail. Oh yeah, we did. I I always say to tweet us and ask us questions. And we got a tweet. We got a question from a long time listener. Long time listener and two time guest. <laughs> guest host Anthony. Anthony. Hope you're listening. Because mm-hmm. you asked what our favorite movie and favorite film. Are yeah, and now we're gonna answer. Yeah, I'm not good at favorites. Yeah, me neither. But I'm just gonna say two things, and that's gonna be it. Ooh, could you say them, and I have to guess which one is your favorite movie and <laughs> which Ooh. is your favorite film? I think I'll get it, but okay, let's make it a game. Let's make it a game. Okay. Um, who framed Roger Rabbit? Mm-hmm. Harold and Kumar go to White Castle. Mm. See, that's interesting because you said Who Framed Roger Rabbit, and I first thought, oh, that's the movie. Mm-hmm. But no, it's the film. Yeah. Um, We haven't done that one yet. No. So I haven't put much thought into whether or not it's a movie or a film. Right. Interesting. And two good picks. Right? My favorites right now, they change every day. They change. My answers today are going to be Call Me By Your Name and School of Rock. Nice. Can you guess which is which? School of Rock is definitely the film Mm -hmm. and (laughs) Call Me By Your Name is definitely the movie. For the whole family. Exactly. (laughs) Well, thanks for your question, Anthony. And uh, hopefully this encourages others to ask us some questions. Yeah. Check us out on Facebook. I've been... You know, I put out a list of my 10 favorite high school movies. Yeah. It, Might do more stuff like that in the future. So. Yeah, people like that. Got to be connected to get that. Yeah. Uh, And tune in next time to movie. Movie. Film. Film. Yuck. Yuck. Yeah. <laughs> oh, gosh. <laughs> <laughs>